You are listening to the Soul Connection Duo podcast, a podcast that explores spirituality, shares vulnerable stories, brings awareness to different healing modalities, and offers hope to individuals who may be grieving a loss. I'm Alexa Mathis. And I'm Sydney Ham, and we are your hosts, also known as the Soul Connection Duo. Get ready to connect to your soul and start healing within. Today, our guest is Ellie Garnum. Ellie is a psychic quantum healer and founded the I Feel Technique, which is an evolved and expanded method of traditional quantum healing and past life regression. She teaches this technique to others so they can certify to become I Heal quantum healers just like her. Ultimately, her role on Earth is to anchor in higher frequencies, particularly that of the golden ray, which is the highest vibration of creation next to source and where Elohim resides. She is very connected to them in a way and is still learning, but nevertheless working with them every day to raise the consciousness of the planet, thus creating new earth. On a day-to-day basis, she activates people's spiritual psychic gifts by acting as a bridge and connecting them to their higher selves and their own spirit guides. We are so excited to have you here today, Ellie. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you introduction as well (laughs) yes thank you Ellie I think when both of us were reading your intro previous to this recording we were just like wow we have so much to learn today so thank you again for being here um obviously you have an accent do you mind sharing with us where where you're tuning in from today of course so I'm originally from England but I moved to Australia 10 years ago now. So I feel like I'm getting a bit of an Aussie twang, but I'm trying very hard to not to have that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, amazing. Well, do you mind just diving right into it? I know we have lots to talk about and learn today. So just a little bit about the work that you do. And um, yeah, just explain it all to us. We're so excited to learn. <laughs> well beautiful so thank you so much for having me on your podcast I'm really excited to to be here I'm an I heal quantum healer and I heal is a technique that I created that's similar to the Dolores Cannon method of quantum healing hypnosis therapy and it really helps to take you on that special journey into your past lives and connects you to your higher self and soul group so I essentially act as a bridge and facilitate those sessions, connecting you with your own soul group, including galactic beings and activating your own psychic gifts so you can essentially take back your power and fully embody your highest self. So ultimately, my purpose is to anchor in higher unity consciousness into Earth. And I do this by empowering and igniting your own light and allowing it to spread like wildfire within you so you can fully awaken within yourself and others around you too so it's causing that ripple effect out into the world thus creating a new earth so I have strong connections to the um, Elohim as you've just mentioned and they do they reside within the golden ray of consciousness it's like the 12th ray of consciousness so if you imagine different um, light rays and the golden ray is the highest ray of consciousness um, next to source itself so it's a really powerful vibration very angelic and the Elohim are what we would call um, humanity's original cedars and they've been gently watching over us and guiding humans ever since. Now, my own soul group, however, are the Lyrans and Andromedans, but I've many, many different galactic beings working with me. I mean, I'm technically older than the Milky Way itself, so (laughs) I've picked up many acquaintances out there over the years. I'm also a twin flame, and I've met him many times now in my dream state, but not yet in the physical And I'm really glad about that as well, because if you or any of your listeners are a twin flame, you'll know how difficult that journey can be, especially if you're in the runner and chaser stage. So thankfully, him and I have an agreement to energetically connect and experience these stages in the etheric realm before coming together in the physical so that we can avoid experiencing those typical um, stages together. 
um, as our mission was deemed quite important. So not to allow for that to consume us in the meantime. Now, just on the subject of twin flames, for anyone that's not familiar with that term, a, a twin flame is a star seed whose soul has literally split into two, with one usually incarnated in the physical and the other acting as a spirit guide. So this is only in Earth, on Earth realm, one would incarnate um, either or. So um, off well, always together or always find a way of coming together through different incarnations, no matter whereabouts they are in the cosmos. So on Earth, however, the, the two twin flames that incarnate in the physical form are very, very rare. So I believe that there are around 144,000 twin flames that have incarnated together at this time. And if you're one of the few that continuously see 144, that's a huge indicator that you are yourself a twin flame. Mm -hmm. So that the love that they anchor in together, that's what helps to rapidly ascend Mother Earth into higher consciousness. Hence, the powers that used to be, I'll say, would do everything in their power to prevent the twin flame from ever coming into union. So if you know that you are a twin flame and a true twin flame at that, know that you are a very rare soul and, and one that is needed more than ever before here on the planet. So do the inner work, master the unconditional love. So much harder um, than it is in the physical, but master that unconditional love within yourself as an individual so that you and your twin can come together in unison sooner rather than later. Um, I can share with you some insight actually into uh, my own sort of twin flames journey together, I guess, or rather our first incarnation together in the Lyra constellation is directly connected to the Orion Wars and, and what's effectively happening now on Earth, uh, currently with the reptilians and dracos, etc. If you want me to, to go into that. Sure. Yeah, we don't we haven't actually had any guests on talk about twin flames or um, I mean, some of them have talked about kind of their past lives or things like that that might relate here a little bit. but we'd love to hear more about that. Wow okay so I originate in the Lyra constellation as a lion being that was my first incarnation and it was a very simple incarnation I made headdresses <laughs> it was very very um, a naive lifetime uh, very simple no enemies no defense systems but fully open and, and vulnerable and we existed amongst dozens of different races and beings that we were all coexisting uh, in peace on our planet which was in human words it's called avalon but that's not the correct name for it it's something that just can't be pronounced um through through tongue so over time um, our planet was met by the Dracos or um, Archons, as some people describe them, and they were kicked out of another universe by the Blue Avians and sent into ours. And they came to Lyra and Vega and began to slowly manipulate the people there. And they offered technology. And after a few lifetimes here, they managed to create a war between Vega and Lyra. And Vega was uh, more service to self and Lyra being more service to others. So thus duality was then created. Now, at that time, my twin was a pilot for a ship and he was caught, he caught on to what was about to happen and he quickly grabbed myself and our small community and took us off planet. Now, by this time, the Archons had successfully taken over Avalon and did what they set out to do, which was to destroy our planet. And so if you imagine watching from your own ship as you see your home planet being destroyed, the, the trauma that comes with that is next level. And subconsciously in this life, I have never felt that I belonged here and it's because I'm still reeling from my own home planet being destroyed so it's a distant sadness of not belonging anywhere that, that has lingered so back on the ship um, in that lifetime we did escape and we headed for the Pleiades star system but our ship was chased by the Archons and ended up in the constellation of Cassiopeia, which is what we can call like a halfway station or Switzerland so it's like a, a neutral stopping mm -hmm. place now, it was here that my twin and I were pulled apart 
And for several lifetimes, he experienced elsewhere and I came to the Andromedan constellation. And my skin began to change after hundreds of incarnations here and my body evolved and took a new form. And then before long, the Orion Wars erupted and this was caused from what had happened to Vega and Lyra. So it spread out into the Orion constellation and I became part of an elite resistance group known as the Black League, fighting for our freedoms undercover, which is why in my present life I've always been in warrior mode. I'm an Aries moon, so that, that says it all. If you know anything about astrology, always ready. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so during the Orion Wars, I eventually crossed paths with my twin flame and we instantly remembered our love. And as higher beings, we remember our previous lives, unlike Earth, where we are born with this amnesia and having to relearn everything all over again. So from this point on, incarnation after incarnation, we've been inseparable. And in this current life, we will come into union once we're both fully balanced within our own divine feminine and divine masculine energies. I did spy on him at Christmas time last year. I tuned in, um, which is not something that you should really do because it should be about <laughs> working on yourself. But, you know, <laughs> I am human. And so, yeah, I did spy on him last Christmas and he wasn't doing so well. He had moved back to the UK. He originally from the UK, moved to Australia like myself. It's like a mirrored, mirrored uh, life. Um, but he kind of surrendered to COVID and all that was happening in the world. So eventually has uh, moved back to the UK. Um, hopefully he'll be coming back to Australia sometime soon, though. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, <laughs> now, this galactic war that has been um, plaguing the cosmos it's still going on today and the orion wars may have technically ended but the karma of it is still being played out on earth and you still have this former regressive race trying to battle for dominion and they're clutching at straws essentially grasping onto whatever power they have left but it's inevitably ending now and earth is shifting and has been shifting into higher consciousness for some time and more and more star um, sorry more and more star seeds with far less of their own karma are being born into the world the more energetically clearer you are the more light that you can anchor in from a from a young age and that's why more and more children are being labeled as ADHD and being on that autism spectrum etc because they're just far more that right brain creatives um that are being born into the world rather than that left brain analytical or easily controllable children being born so um, the, the old system has fallen apart and the more that we individually do to awaken our own power within, the more that we can do collectively to rapidly ascend Earth um, further. But yeah, it, it all starts from within. Um, I, I can actually recommend a book by Larissa Royale um, called The Prism of Lyra, and it will help you to fully understand the context of the Orion Wars and our closest galactic cousins that are working with us at this time. Uh, when I discovered I was part of the Black League, I, I didn't know who I was really until I read that book, because it's one thing to be shown something in you know, your own meditation or in past life regression, but it's another to then read that information and correlate it to what you've been shown. So yeah, it was pretty mind blowing to say, to say the least. And the book has sparked so many downloads and activations of remembrance within. So I do highly recommend it. And I have no connection to Larissa. I've got no idea who she is. So <laughs> not like in, in, in any way, but it definitely helped me to connect the dots. So I, I do recommend Cool. Um, that, yeah, it really sounds like it would like just validate your own experiences through like your own meditations and past life regressions. And um, I guess I just want to touch on one thing before we get too far into it is like how you said we have an amnesia when we come to this planet and we maybe don't have that same experience with other um, existences or other forms of existence. Um I find it really interesting always to kind of go back to 
how, like, how did this start for you? Was it through past life regression that you kind of started to find all of this information out? Definitely. Yeah. So I, I did have reoccurring dreams, a few of them when I was younger, and I'll touch on that later as well. But ultimately, it was moving to Australia and experiencing my own past life regression that opened this door and activated that gift of remembrance of my dreams and all of my other abilities started to come online thick and fast so it was all through past life regression and in fact my very first session that I had was with um, a friend and she's now a friend of mine and she I had this trauma in my stomach. I had this gut disease that had affected me for a very, very long time. And I was in and out of um, hospitals and there was no sort of getting to the root cause of the issue. It was just a lot of medication to disguise it, to hide those symptoms. And it got to a point that when I arrived in Australia, things started to become so severe that I um, was stopping myself from eating because I was so scared of the pain afterwards and so I thought to seek um, alternative help and I was always connected into the supernatural you know but I never thought that I was one of those people you know um, and anyway I, I found quantum healing hypnosis and I went to this woman and um it was, I, I was literally only under for a few minutes because at that time, my thoughts, my ego was so strong. Like I had so many blocks up, but it was enough to activate this journey, activate this divine remembrance of who I am and help me to become who I essentially came here to be. And in that session, I realized that energy had been causing this physical pain and holding on to this trauma and because I was ready to overcome that lesson I was ready to let it go and in that one session it had completely cleared and, and it's never wow. come back since. so yeah it just ignited this whole journey for me which is why I believe in it so much mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy how healing this energy work and all these other things can be it's and there's so much out there like Lex was saying we haven't had anyone on here to kind of talk about this which is I think I've learned you've only been chatting for maybe about 10 minutes and I'm just like oh my goodness like this is so cool and uh, yeah I just never heard about it so um yeah it's it's amazing <laughs> it's so powerful you know so with the quantum healing it activated the uh, remembrance of my dreams so every night for years now I remember my dreams and sometimes they can be exhausting mm -hmm. uh, you know, so a lot of it is to do with how I'm feeling in the moment and what emotions and energies I need to clear um, but it is definitely the most powerful ability that has been awakened within me and through the dream state, um, I've healed family rifts. I've literally healed generational trauma. Uh, my, my own sort of family lineage has been healed and um, issues within my dreams of, um, or rather that the family rifts that I've had, there's been no healing that's needed in the physical state because it's all been healed in the dream state energetically and so when we've come together in the physical it's like nothing's ever happened it's just so powerful um each year as well since this huge sort of global awakening um I'll say has began I've prophesied global outcomes as well each year which has been pretty uh, interesting to say the least and <laughs> I'll go into that so in 2020 and now my dreams are quite hilarious as well you know I'm 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 a Leo uh, rising and a Leo sun sign so I'm dramatic to say the least <laughs> <laughs> and so in in 2020 I dreamt of being chased by doctors trying to inject me now I didn't understand that at the time um, but in 2021 that became pretty evident um that it was my dream prophesizing of what was to come and last year I dreamt of being surrounded by zombies which represented to me the 
uh, the unawakened or yet to be awakened and the people that have been fed the propaganda and continuing to buy into that agenda, which is, you know, it's, it's two sides of the same coin. You know, there's they've got their own journey to go on. And at the same time that they're doing that, it's helping it's helping those starseeds to awaken even further. So. Now, a few months ago, actually, I dreamt, and this hasn't happened yet, but honestly, I, I feel it's on the way. <laughs> Not to create panic within anyone, but I, I envisioned a, a fake end of the world scenario where the uh, where the earth was havoced by some kind of natural disaster with volcanoes erupting, only to find out that the world was fine. It was just drones. Now, what is that movie? Um, Spider-Man with Jake Gyllenhaal in where he creates this scene of monsters uh, killing people and then he goes in and he acts like the saviour so that was all created by using drones and that's what I dreamt of as well now it, it might not be as dramatic as my dream but it's safe to say that there will we will no doubt experience uh, something along these lines and it needs to happen to really sort of surrender and allow earth to rapidly shift as well so the good news though is that like my dream the people quickly realized it was fake and it was over sooner rather than later so um I do believe that that sort of truth is coming to light though and um yeah it'll end well it'll end well <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear that's reassuring <laughs> for sure because I know there's been a lot of um like tough times for a lot of people these last couple of years and it but it also is really cool like we see that same thing too with the ascension of the planet and more people coming into this knowing that things are shifting and um that we're we're going somewhere higher than we are right now so definitely and just on that as well I'm always careful of the people that are saying it's coming you know things good things are coming because mm -hmm. ultimately it doesn't matter what side of the coin you're on if you're even on the coin, you're still playing into this um, agenda. You know, you're either mm -hmm. for or against, which is creating more sort of duality within yourself. And when you put your, when someone says to you, relax, good things are coming. You don't need to do anything. You're essentially disempowering, disempowering yourself because you're putting that, um, you're, you're relying on someone else to act as your own savior, but it all comes from within. So I'm always conscious of people that say, oh, med beds are coming, you know, so-and-so is coming to save us. Like, no, do the inner work. Like, do <laughs> yeah. the yourself and you know that will create that ripple effect your other people will be inspired and motivated because they'll see what you you are doing and um, how good it's working for you and then it will make them want to you know shift and change within themselves as well so I think yeah. that's been huge in like our own learning and growing through um through all of the different things and the different people that we've been talking to it's like set that example and do do whatever you feel you need to do right like actually empower yourself to make the moves and um really follow what what your intuition is telling you rather than like you say waiting for somebody or something to come make it happen for you yeah absolutely absolutely um it's interesting because in my dreams as well I've unearthed hidden energies I guess or energies that have been trapped all over the world um, and I've been involved in rescuing children uh, from underground as well and that there are three lifetimes in particular that I would like to share with you that are connected into what's mm -hmm. going on with the world and mm -hmm. they, they tie in quite nicely together so um, one of the lifetimes I connected in through in my dreams was actually my brother was on holiday at the same time he was in South America and I wasn't a actually aware of that at the time until I called him which was super cool because it was like I needed his energy physically there for me to activate the divine remembrance of that lifetime and its importance to a block that I had to heal to activate a new sort of level of ascension within myself so um, in my dream and I, I use the term dream lightly because it insinuates that 
it's literally just a figment uh, figment of the imagination but that's only because we've been programmed and conditioned to think a certain way so we don't realize how powerful we actually are in this space and, and what we can do when we're in this state mm-hmm. so anyway in my dream I was uh, I was in ancient Maya and I walked into this serpent temple and I immediately thought, oh, this isn't my territory. I need to get out of this room. I I shouldn't be here. And as I walked out, I looked up into the sky and I connected with the sun god. And now I want to say the sun god called Ajor or Ajor. It's A-J-A-W, the the sun god that that name's pronounced or or spelt. Now, all of these different symbols started to be spelled out in the sky. And I couldn't make sense of them first because... I I need the idiot's guide to everything. Like my 3D self very much just needs things in plain English. (laughs) But I remember I was guided to go into the serpent room as there was hidden energy that needed to be released so that the earth could heal and, and to further ascend. I was advised that in that lifetime in ancient Maya, I was a high, a high up priest who sent the people into a new dimension, hence where we've got this sudden disappearance of the Mayans that no one can sort of understand, or they can only theorize what, what happened. But it was my own power and ability to connect with the gods at that time that sent people into this realm. Now, subconsciously, though, I had the belief that had that I had caused harm to the people. And it was because of this such gift of mine that caused this huge flash and then the disappearance. So I thought that I had wiped them out. I, I thought that I had killed them. I didn't realize that I sent them into a different realm. And I actually discovered a few weeks ago that that was within the Pleiades star system as well. So mm-hmm. anyway, in my current life, I'd been holding back on using my abilities to the full because I was fearful that I'd cause harm to another. Now, in my life, in my line of work, I can't hold myself back. So I had to get that belief cleared as soon as I'd realized and um, that it was coming to the service to be to, to be cleared. And now I, I don't hold back at all. I fully trust my power and I use it to turn up the dial and explode the potential of another as well. So <laughs> um, now, by the way, as I mentioned, my ability to remember my dreams was fully activated in past life regression. But as I mentioned earlier, I did have some recurring dreams when I was a child and growing up. And one of which I'll speak about now because it's connected into, um, and this is quite a intense topic but it's connected into child sex trafficking and something that I'm strongly called to to bring light to so yeah so when I was young I used to dream that my brother and I and my brother in this lifetime uh, we were trapped underground in this huge facility it was made of concrete and I can remember it now like the doors they were like these circle doors that you had to I couldn't open it as a child like it would need a machine to open it and mm. um, it's really cold and I was wearing this long sort of white nighty or like a I'm not sure what you call it in Canada yeah. but they're like yeah like nightgowns I guess yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> but I, I was no older than 12 and my brother was about seven and I remember we were frantically trying to escape before it blew up we knew that wherever we were underground it was about to blow up so we had minutes to escape and I don't actually believe we did because I always woke up at the same time and every time it was when I felt this huge explosion so um, a few months ago I tapped into this as it kept coming to my awareness again and I realized that my brother and I were once victims of that child sex trafficking um, agenda Now, um, this is rife. It's been happening all over the planet for a millennia. Like, it's nothing new, and it actually happens on other planets as well. It's traumatic. It's horrible. um, But it's, it's really plagued the cosmos for thousands and thousands of years. And one of the reasons I chose to incarnate at this time was to bring light to this and to awaken people to the truth of what's been going on. So this past life was activated through my dreams so I could begin um, learning more about my own experiences so that I could begin bringing truth to this agenda and what's been going on. So I can literally talk about this topic all day. And like last year, I 
energetically I um, was in meditation and I went into work um, in Russia actually funnily enough to get these children out but most of them had unfortunately suffered too much and had passed so I was in my mind I was just seeing thousands and thousands of, of small coffins lined up but the team I was working with we were all undercover but one of them was actually you could say the bad guy and actually killed most of the team so yeah as I said I could go on forever but um there's another lifetime that's actually connected to that, to what's happening as a whole on the planet, because the, the child trafficking is just a part of this whole, this whole bigger um, agenda that's been playing out. But it is a major sort of whoopsie lifetime as well. And it's something that <laughs> I've carried guilt with. And again, another reason why I've chosen to incarnate as well. So um, th this past life, it, it came through when I was pretty unwell earlier on in the year. I was really tired. I just felt super depressed, like a hopelessness feeling. And I knew that's not that's not how I would usually feel, like to be completely of just given up on hope. Um, I had to tune in, but I was too physically exhausted to do so through my own sort of regressions and meditations. So, of course, in the dream state, that's where everything came through. Um now, in my dreams, I was being sick and I was purging all of this black goo. And I woke up and I decided I had to go into meditation and find out what was going on. So, yeah, I tuned in um, to a lifetime millions and millions of years ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, but... <laughs> It is pretty much like Star Wars, but yeah, I, I was a scientist. I was creating ways of evolving the people and bettering the planet um, of where I was at that time. I wasn't human. And somehow I founded a form of energy that I had alchemized and turned into, uh, turned into matter. And it helps to bring the people uh, into a state of a higher state of being. But it was somehow stolen by a regressive race, so by the Archons or the Dracos, and manipulated into a dark energy known as the Black Goo. And in other words, that's artificial intelligence. Okay, so at the time of receiving this information, I was, as I said, super unwell. And it's because I had unintentionally called in this substance thinking that it was in its purest form when I was working with it and that it would help me to feel better. But because it had been manipulated into that black goo, it had actually caused me to regress and become physically ill. So it was no coincidence that I had called in that, though, because um. I had a client for a past life regression a week later when I was feeling better. And the client, when we went into the regression, she discovered that she was a mitra being and that they had become a regressive race. Now, at that time, they weren't a regressive race. She herself was a scientist, but she witnessed the end of her world before it was taken over by this same sort of artificial intelligence. And it had been poisoning not just the people on her planet, but all over the cosmos as well. So it had been infecting, well, it's currently infecting Earth like a disease. It's everywhere, but it's mainly coming through in the forms of virtual reality and new technologies. So anyone telling you that it's a good idea to get microchipped, you know, because it saves you having to carry around a wallet, stay away. <laughs> My wife is so well away. <laughs> but you see how connecting into the um the past self connecting into your past lives it helps to activate your power here in the present um outside of earth time isn't linear so you can have the past present and future all occurring at the same time and there are parts of you existing simultaneously everywhere across time and space and you'll call on parts of yourself from time to time to help you in the here here and now and that's where our spirit guides come from they they aren't external beings working with us they are us your spirit guides are you they are you from different lifetimes different star systems and different planets different realms 
that you have called on at a particular time to help you. So they change throughout your life as you ascend, as you get to new um, higher levels within your own ascension. That's when higher beings will start to come through from higher um, lifetimes. But the mitra beings that I mentioned with my client, these beings are now what we would call evil. Uh, very, very ugly looking, I might add, and can be described as uh, tall greys with like really sort of prominent wrinkles in the middle of their forehead. Now, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, it's like a 80s movie, but it's based on a true story. It's called Fire in the Sky. And they they look identical to the aliens in that movie, which is actually, as I said, based on a true story. Um now, these beings were once like all beings. They started out in the light, but collectively chose to regress and allow this AI to take over. That's how the AI was allowed onto the planet in the first place. And collectively, they, they had called it in. So ever since these mitra beings, they've become soulless, disconnected from Earth and act essentially like androids working for this AI. Now, I've got quite an interesting experience with these mitra beings. It's quite a story. Um, if you'd like me to continue. <laughs> yes, I feel like we're in like story time or something. It's so intrigued. <laughs> I'm like, just keep talking. <laughs> like, do this, is so, this is so interesting. <laughs> you should it's write so a book cool. or, or something on this. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah and like it's all resonating to like I I keep getting like full body chills as you're talking so something is like resonating as you speak it's really cool continue please well I so I mentioned earlier that I'm here to anchor in uh, unity consciousness and so because of this one of my biggest lessons to overcome was this whole dark versus light narrative good versus bad you know I've always grown up quite black and white with that and so in having this belief of good versus bad, I was actually creating more duality with, within me. So how could I possibly anchor in unity consciousness um, when within me I've got this belief of good versus bad? So it's been one of the most hardest challenging lessons that I've mastered, you know, especially when you consider what's what I've mentioned about child sex trafficking, you know, so it's it's very hard to overcome. But and I do find it hard to accept total oneness sometimes, but that's the that's the human in me. But um, at three years old, I discovered I was abducted. OK, I was taken by the mitra beings. And I was taken from my bedroom, but my Andromedan family took my soul, took my spirit out of my body so I couldn't experience what was going on. Mm -hmm. I knew that I, or later found out, however, that I was prodded about, particularly around the nose and the brain area. And um, yeah, it wasn't very nice. Um, I, I returned to my bed and never taken again, though, or I haven't at least tuned in to being taken again. Um, but when my soul returned to my body, I was really uncomfortable. I was in pain. I remember my mum telling me that I was screaming every night for years, all the time when I went mm -hmm. to bed. And I actually grew up with quite significant sinus problems as well. And in my early 20s, I had to have my nose sort of scalded and burnt on the inside to create space for me to breathe as my airways had closed up due to trauma and inflammation in the area um, as a child so yeah fast forward to 2020 and I decided to go deep into past life regression and find out what they had done and so I didn't get much information from that though because my Andromedan soul family took me away from the experience so I didn't fully understand what had happened but that night I went to bed and as soon as I closed my eyes, there was one of these ugly <laughs> mitras sitting on my bed, grabbing my left hand, trying to take me away. And this was two years ago. It was the most frightening experience anyone could ever go through. I was frozen with fear. I couldn't speak. I had no voice, but eventually I managed to scream and get him to leave and Honestly, for days after, I was too scared to sleep. I was literally drinking coffee at night to try and stay awake. I was mm. so scared. 
Um, now they're about five foot five as well. They're not the typical small greys that people have been um, shown. Um, pretty average height, wrinkly foreheads and just small black eyes, but very emotionless, uh, like clones, like just totally emotionless. But that is where the healing and that whole life lesson um, begins, because at that point I was ready to begin fully anchoring in this higher consciousness. And so in my dream state, these beings started to come through every few nights and each time I was frozen with fear. Yeah. It was so scary, but little by little over time, I was able to be in the same room and then I was able to tell them off, tell them to stay away. And then I was able to have them walking around me and next to me, being able to sort of co, um, what's the word, cohabit be around them yeah yeah um but I'd learned that they actually weren't mitra beings at all but were in fact my own soul family in disguise they were wearing costumes that the abduction that I experienced at the age of three it wasn't the mitras but were in fact my own soul family cheers <laughs> for the higher purpose of being able to heal that whole dark versus light and bring in that total oneness mm. that there really isn't any evil beings out there because everything comes from source which is total oneness so it's all of the light so once I was able to integrate that oneness within myself I was then able to start calling it into the earth so that's not to say that there isn't any evil in the world. There is. Uh, we are very much living in a spiritual war and have been for millions of years. But it's now, I guess, time to rise above that polarity and start healing and bringing together our own inner light and um, on an individual level, because it's when we've reached that unity consciousness within that we can reach it without as well. And that's how we... Um, get rid of these get get rid of the regressive races get rid of the bad guys you know and um everything that is happening in the physical it must first be created within the body and mind so I ultimately before I incarnated asked my own soul family to disguise themselves as those beings do all of that to me so that I could go on this huge journey of unity consciousness and so that's where I am here and now <laughs> Yeah, like that was truly part of your contract before you came here. Hey, and like, obviously, I'm guessing you believe in that, like that you kind of set your your mission up before you arrive here in this body at this time. And um, what what's your take on that? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I wish I could uh, have tweaked a few things, you know, <laughs> like living in a huge house. Um, but <laughs> it's all a journey of evolution. Your you choose you before you incarnate, you choose the experiences um, that you go through. You choose what's going to happen to you. You choose your family that you're going to be born into you choose absolutely everything but it's your time on earth that you have the free will to make the choices in that moment but ultimately you've already decided what you're going to do beforehand and on earth if there are things that you have um, agreed to do you've contracted and you set out to do but in the lifetime you find that it's not actually working, then your higher self will create that. So for example, you could be working in a career and you could be really good at it for your, you know, for most of your life, but then it'll come to a point where your higher self will be like, nope, we're going to give them the tower card moment because they're not supposed to be doing that. So, and that's where their whole sort of physical life will start to fall apart or seemingly fall apart, but it's actually creating space for what it is that they set out to achieve beforehand. Our lives right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but kind of. <laughs> that's why we're doing this podcast is, yeah, some things happened in our lives a couple of years ago that, you know, kind of led us onto this journey that we're on and now we're talking to really cool people like you and learning some really cool things so hopefully we can figure out exactly what our paths are but um yeah I was nursing before this and not exactly doing that anymore so yeah, yeah. but very interesting um for 
I guess I have a question, just a pretty simple question, but maybe for um, just our listeners. So how are, um, when we experience dreams and how are those connected to our past lives? Or I guess like I'm trying to get at like, what is the dream state that we're in? Um, can you just talk a little bit, maybe how those two are related if they are related? Yeah, so it definitely. sounds like that's how a lot of your experiences have kind of come through. Um, definitely. So I've had many experiences through meditation and going yeah. into past lives, mm-hmm. but then I've had some really powerful lifetimes that have come through where my conscious mind wouldn't have been able to register it. So in the dream state, your conscious mind is asleep. And mm-hmm. so you're able to really sort of bring through that higher perspective, that higher learning, your higher self's able to come through. So, so much information has come through in the dream state, mm-hmm. but it was a gift that was fully activated when I experienced past life regression myself and then went on this journey to become a, a past life regression practitioner and now teach it to others as well. So mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just my gift. But honestly, the people that I work with, their dreams are being activated. The more people that I speak with, they're remembering their dreams. And so much information is coming through in the dream state. There'll be dreams where you'll wake up and you'll think, you'll just know that that was, you're connecting into a memory. Mm -hmm. But I can share with you, actually, um, I used to, when I was younger, I, I honestly, it was only about a year ago I realized, but I swear my dad and I used to watch this sort of sci-fi TV show when I was a kid and it was connected into um, child trafficking. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching this scene where the two, the boy and a girl were up in the attic watching their parents at the front door being taken away by these robots um, with crosses in their eyes. And um, I went through every single sci-fi show trying to figure out what it was, like right from the 1980s to the present day, like all of these different sci-fi shows to try and think what it was. And I used to pester my dad nonstop to try and understand, like, what was it called? You know, anyway, um, in my dream state, I connected into what it was that I was remembering And it wasn't a TV show. It was actually a memory from another lifetime, but had been coming through in the dream state. But I, when I was a child, thought that I was actually watching a TV show, but it wasn't. It was in the dreams. Mm -hmm. And it was activating this uh, remembrance of bringing truth to the child um, that the taking of children. So I had to continue to have that sort of memory coming up subconsciously to um, bring awareness to it. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. We've had a couple of people on that talk about dream state. So I was just curious as to kind of oh. your take on it. The other question I did have too is um, obviously you're talking about a couple of your past lives and like, um, I guess some of the themes for kind of humanity and evolution and kind of where we're at today with certain events and things that have happened um obviously we've all lived many and very different past lives but have you noticed a kind of a common theme over from like with clients over the last few years in regards to kind of what's going on now like do you see similar like different events but kind of a similar overall theme in regards to Mm. what's happening right now Definitely. So prior to 2020, a lot of my clients were people that needed healing Mm -hmm. and people that had physical sort of pain and disease that wanted to understand more about it and to clear it. Now, since 2020, I've had so many people coming to me saying they're hearing this term starseed thrown about they have no belonging, they don't fit in anywhere, they have this connection to the stars, they're fascinated by um, different sort of um, galactic beings and want to know more about them. Mm -hmm. Now those are the sessions that are really powerful because it's those sorts of people that I'm here to work with 
and it's to activate their own gifts within, activate their own um, psychic abilities so that they can really start to hone in on those skills and break away from the matrix. Because, yeah, I find that when you get to a, like everyone has an activation year, you know, you'll be working a normal job, like when you've mentioned about being a nurse and then bam, all of a sudden tower card moment and you're having to, you know, go on this huge sort of journey of self-discovery and learn who you are from scratch. And yeah, so since 2020, the the sorts of people that are coming to me are those star seeds that are being activated and really um, working to call in that higher energy into the earth. Mm-hmm. It, it's happening more quickly than than ever before. And I also find that the clients that are coming to me these days are young. Like I'm talking 18, 19 years wow. old early 20s now beforehand it was people in their 50s you know those sort of um for the first waivers that the first wave of volunteers and now it's these new sort of crystal children that are being born that have no karma to clear they they don't have these sorts of life lessons that other star seeds have had to go through they've got it easy you know Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and those are the ones that we really want to protect and start to fully sort of activate. So, yeah, I, I find that the clientele that are coming are, are more and more young. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I guess it kind of makes sense. I think we've talked about it before with other people or amongst each other. But I'm like, maybe I was really in the dark up until like a few years ago. But I feel like it just wasn't like all of this, you know, spirituality and all this stuff wasn't maybe I was really in the dark, but it didn't seem like it was as popular as maybe it is becoming now. Obviously, way more people are making up. So it's really or waking up. So it's really interesting that you have noticed that too, which was why I wanted to ask it because I think I ask a lot of people that just out of curiosity, but getting the same answer all the time. So that's good and exciting. Honestly, it's so cool because before 2020 I was very much on my own and I was still trying to fit into an ill society I I've never been able to fit in and it's because I'm here to create a new earth I'm not here to fit into the old one but you know being a human you you do want to fit in you know you want to be like everyone else um, or at least that was what I used to believe And so prior to 2020, I could not have this conversation with anyone. I couldn't tell anyone any anything, not even my own family, because, you know, they all think you're a a weirdo and you need help. (laughs) But honestly, the, the people that I speak to now, they were so close minded before. And it's just like all of a sudden they've woken up overnight and it's just like this shield or this dark cloud has just been lifted. That's why I call it the great awakening rather than um, COVID because it's exactly what's happened. So many sort of um, one track minded people, I guess, have awakened and it's beautiful to see. Like it's, it's so cool to be having these conversations with everyday people you know totally and COVID's like the one thing too I feel like for I mean I guess lately the last few years that everyone in the world is talking about the same thing right and you know we're having these conversations we're in Canada you're in Australia you know we are talking to people in Europe the states it's kind of you know you're talking about the oneness and everything but yeah it's it's crazy that something happened that the entire world is talking has been talking about and now it's shifting in a way that we're kind of all well not all but a lot of us are getting to be on the same page which is yeah it doesn't matter where we are in the world we're all connecting on so like you said before people wouldn't talk about so yeah you know um, earlier on in the year I had surgery on my little finger which hasn't completely fixed as you can see it's just (laughs) Uh, I've just given up but when I when I went to have surgery I opted just to have a local anesthetic so that I could stay awake throughout Mm -hmm. and uh, the nurse said to me oh why have you chosen that and I said because I've got clients tomorrow and I don't want it to affect my third eye Mm -hmm. you know I I just came out with it and I thought I was just gonna think I'm weird but then I just don't really care Um, but then she said to me 
Wow, that is so beautiful to see. She said, I'm actually oh, recovering. Yeah, she said, I'm actually recovering from cancer myself. And it has just been beautiful to see more and more people like yourself that are awakening to a higher power, to something greater within. She's like, I, I keep seeing like butterflies everywhere. And I know that it's because I'm recovering from something that's quite dark that's happened. And now I'm transforming. It's like a new era that I'm starting or a new phase in my life. So she was like, I'll look after you, you know. And I thought, Bye. Like, this is just like this is a nurse this is after covid so mm-hmm. and at the you know earlier on in the year it was still very much um everyone would ask you know are you vaccinated you know or you can't be allowed in certain places without it you know mm-hmm. so I was blown away you know and then I thought well, that's it you know as soon as you speak your truth you're going to have people that are on that wavelength that are going to come into your life you know so yeah that it's just beautiful to see mm-hmm. yeah we all gotta start stepping out of that spiritual closet <laughs> <laughs> amazing well I mean I think we could honestly talk to you for hours and days and <laughs> weeks <laughs> but we can't so we might have to have you back at a different time but we'd love to um just to share with us and our listeners just a little bit about the services you offer um, and kind of everything you offer for your clients and potential clients. Sure. So, um, of course, I take people into their past lives through hypnosis. It's a technique that I've created. It's called the I Heal Technique. And I also teach people to become practitioners myself as well. So, um, yeah, it's all online through my website. You can find me at www.legarnum.com com.au but yeah I take people into past lives I offer energy healings and I also it was a service that channeled and got channeled into me a few days ago actually was to go straight into connecting people into their own galactic families and soul groups where they can activate their psychic gifts straight away as well so there's three sorts of different levels to the uh, services that I offer but it can all be found on my website amazing and what is your website again we'll put it in the show notes but just for anyone listening that is eager to search up your your website and all those services so it's www.elliegarnum.com.au and Ellie is E-L-L-I-E and Garnum, which is a bit of a confusing surname. It's G-A-R-N-H-A-M for mother. Perfect. Yeah, that's like just such incredible offerings and you have mm-hmm. so much to share that definitely we would love to talk to you again and share more of this information with our listeners mm-hmm. um and do you have any kind of like final things you do want to share here today Ellie before we close off well um it really is to do the inner work and I know that that is regurgitated information that everyone hears do the inner work do the, and it's so annoying hearing it but honestly once you start just tapping into yourself a bit more realizing that you have the power to you, you literally create your own reality and you have the power to change it as well no one else is going to do it for you so start tapping in start connecting to yourself fully start doing going on that journey of self-discovery and who knows where you'll end up but you'll be living in your highest timeline amazing oh this is so like honestly enlightening and interesting we haven't had anyone on here quite like you or the work that you do so this was really really fun for us thank you again so much for coming on and sharing all your stories and gifts with us in the world and um, hopefully yeah soon this world can be more of a a light life light-filled place I don't know it's been yeah it's been a long couple years but people like you out there it's it's nice to know you guys are out there and helping so many people so thank you 
Oh, thank you. And both of you as well, like the service that you do, you know, you're getting people out there. Um, so, you know, like you said, when you as a nurse as well, like that's being of service to others, mm-hmm. you know, so you always had it in you. Um, but people like me just activate that with it within others as well. So I, I could honestly talk, I've got so many, millions of past lives that I could share yeah. with you as well. So I could literally go on forever. <laughs> Yeah, we would love to chat about more of those. And I think like the other thing is to to just encourage our listeners, if they've been thinking about it, to um, reach out to someone, to, to Ellie or to somebody else that you know, if you are thinking about doing a past life regression, because they are such an amazing tool to help either with healing or ascension or kind of all of these things that we were talking about today so um I would highly recommend that if it's something you're on the fence about as well if it can change my life and if you are guided to it there is a reason for it there is a reason for it if if you've never been able to fit into society it's because you're here to create a new one and what can happen in a past life session it can literally transform you it can change you from that single that single session Mm -hmm. change your life thank you for listening to the soul connection duo podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode your support for our podcast helps us to grow our amazing community and allows us to create new and exciting episodes each month please leave us a rating and review on your favorite listening platform and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new content updates and more.